There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Some people celebrate the holidays, but you, you dominate the holidays. You deck the halls, the mantle, and anything else that will stand still. You deserve a bold, cold brew that's as festive as you. Topped with creamy cookie butter cold foam, covered in cookie butter crumbles, and perfectly pairable with our new cookie butter donut, Dunkin's Cookie Butter Cold Brew is a delicious match for your decked out domination. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. And it is... Probably the strangest opening day we'll ever experience in our lifetime. Lindsay Patterson joins us now with some perspective. Yeah, you know what? It's a crazy season. They're going to play 60 games. But what is so cool about opening day? We know in Cincinnati, you wake up this morning and you're still excited. You know it's a holiday. Look, it's going to look different downtown. There's going to be no parade. Nobody's going to be in the stands. But you know today's special because today's the day you believe your team is going all the way. They're going to win the World Series. That's right. And it's different this year because the Reds had a busy offseason. They spent millions and millions of dollars. And the excitement nationally, this team is getting attention. A lot of people are saying they're the sleeper in the NL and they're 60 games. So every game's important. Joey Votto said win the first 10 to 15 and you get on a roll. Show the NL Central you're here. You can do things. And I honestly believe I'm not being optimistic like, like normal. I believe. You really believe this. You're not blowing smoke this time. I believe this team is going to do some damage, if not only when they're NL Central, but make a nice little run in the playoffs. Yay. I hope you're right. That would be fun. We could use a little of that around I can't wait for November baseball. It's going to be awesome. (laughs) And what is also remarkable is you will not be within the walls of Great American Ballpark. No credentials this time. This has got to be weird for you. Super weird. I mean, not being in the game is a whole other story. We'll actually be outside it doing a little Facebook Live Q&A before the game. But, of course, they're only letting a few amount of media credentialed people to get in the stadium. Good news, though. You might be able to get to Great American Ballpark this season. They did submit a request to the state to about 20% of the stadium for fans to be in attendance this year. So that would be around nine to 10,000. And that's that's a nice little chunk. What would you estimate? Yeah, I mean, nothing. what would you estimate would be, you know, the average fan attendance on, say, like a weeknight where they weren't doing well or on like a businessman special where, you know, it wasn't opening day and the stance were pretty scarce. I mean, what would you say the average attendance is in those situations? You know what? I would say it's probably around ten to 12,000 people on a weeknight. And, yeah. and, and Business Day Special actually does a little better, but all of the games are at night. 
this right. year since there's only 60 games. Mm. And, and, you know, we were talking about postseason earlier. Major League Baseball just announced they're expanding the playoffs. So you, you have a really high chance of making postseason if you have an okay season. I mean, even about 30 to 35 wins. You're pretty much guaranteed to make the postseason this That's year. Great. Fingers crossed. Wow. Let's do something How fun and exciting. How are you feeling? Because you also covered the Bengals. How are you feeling? I saw that the, the rookies are going back today for round two of their COVID-19 testing. How are you feeling about the upcoming NFL season? Do you think we're going to see some of that? I felt we're going to see an NFL season from day one. A lot of people were negative about it, and they got a little upset with me when I said, we're going to see the NFL season. We're going to see 16 games. Is it going to look a little different? Is there going to be limited fans? No tailgating. You're going to have to wear a mask. It's going to be a different kind of season, but it's been a different year for all of us. Yeah, so right. I think the expectation and, and what's so cool about Cincinnati right now, you have the hype on the Reds. When Joe Burrow was drafted, everyone's feeling like this team can really do it. Look, I don't know what their record's going to be right now. Maybe six to seven wins. But, <laughs> but something happened to you, Lindsay. You are very optimistic about our teams today. Wow. I, I, I feel I feel there is going to be a rebound from two and fourteen. But everyone should be so pumped about this franchise quarterback and Joe Burrow. Have you talked to him at all? We talked to him during draft week and draft night. He's been unavailable right now because he's had so many media requests. But he is supposed to get back with us this week. He's hoping to get back on the field on Saturday. Fans are freaking out because he hasn't signed his contract yet. I'm here to tell you, it's going to be fine. He's going to sign it. He will. What do you think the holdup is? What do you think the delay is there? You know what? There's still a, probably about 10 first-rounders who haven't signed yet. Okay. So I think, you know, COVID be, could come into play in, in some of the language, but it's pretty much set when you're a rookie, thanks to the CBA. It's going to be a four-year contract. It's just kind of maybe some more of the signing bonuses and, and some of the numbers in between. Yeah. yeah. Where are you going to watch the Reds game tonight? I will be downtown for a little bit. Do Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. A little work down there after a little Q&A Facebook Live. Um, and I'm probably going to go home. I'm so boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know if you were down at like, you know, by the ballpark, if you were going to maybe step into the grail or go to like, you know, gala or something and see how it goes. I did talk to the grail. Um, I-, I might sneak in there and see how it's looking. And they are doing credit to them. I yeah. mean, this is a big party day for them, too. And they normally have a huge crowd and it's really hard to get a seat in there. They are going to have first come, first serve. Um, but it's just going to look a little different for them this season and yeah it's still baseball and this team like i said everyone's expecting really good things from them so i'm pumped we're going to check in with jim mooring uh, sometime around 9 9 15 i think yep. yeah so he's going to give us all the it. deets on that we'll tell him to save you a seat <laughs> yeah please do <laughs> i imagine your living room with multiple tvs almost like a newsroom you know like what do you do when you go home how many tv screens do you have active when you're watching sports okay so i have one tv but i also have a computer up and i have two cell phones okay so this is 
is just really terrible. I'm I see you utilizing person. that picture-in-picture picture technology. I'm like, you know? no, I'm not a fun person to be around when there's sporting events. I normally, this sounds so lame, if I'm not at the stadium, I always like to watch it by myself. I don't know why. I think because I pace too much and I get a little too excited. But I think and you're like, well, you don't want to be distracted either. You don't no. want to be distracted. Right. You're working. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. Like, working. Yeah, I'm working. <laughs> you're going to sound like this player. We were we had an audio clip a little earlier from this uh, pitcher in New York when the Yankees played last night and he dropped like a bleep bomb. Right on the the camera. Which we're going to be probably hearing a A lot lot more more of. of. Yeah. (laughs) So this was the New York Yankees Nationals game that went down last night, of course, as you know. And uh, it was the first home run of the 2020 Major League Baseball season hit by, you pronounce his first name, Giancarlo Stanton? Yep. In the first inning of the Yankees Nationals game yesterday. And uh, here he is at the just right on the crack of that bat. You hear that bleep when he utters the GD really loud. Stanton with a drive out to left center field. And just like that, the Yankees have jumped in front. 2 nothing, New York. Oh, that's weird. Fans in the ballpark. It was a guy that bought the worst seat that would have gotten that souvenir. That souvenir may sit there for another eight and a half innings. <laughs> yeah, think, thinking about like all those errant uh, home run or foul balls that'll be in the stands. Well, do you think the networks might put up a war- you know might have a warning on the screen saying some language maybe we apologize for or yeah, you any know of what? that that stuff is. Good. I mean, unfortunately, you're going to hear that this season. That's and- what I'm most excited about. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, what's crazy? I saw it last night, and it's the little things that you guys. I mean, we don't think about in our daily life, but one of the guys went to first base and he went to put his hand out to high five him. And he was like, oh, no, I can't do that. I mean, all the muscle memory. Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, we do that in a daily life. You want to shake someone's hand. You're like, oh, no, I can't do that. Can't do it. Wow. All right. Well, one of the stranger conversations we've had. (laughs) I'm feeling good, though, guys. Believe in this team. It's going to be fun. And hey, sports are back. Yay. Sports are back. We're, tr- we're trusting you and what you're <laughs> telling think- us. We're going to check back in at about, you know, game 30 and see where we're at. 121 days <laughs> later, it's back. Do you remember what we did on the on the on what would have been opening day? We I did do. opening day anyway. We did. We did opening day anyway and we played Reds clips and we had all of our red stuff on and we did a Group video Zoom call of take me out to the ball game, yeah. which was, that was rough. Horrible. Right. <laughs> It was Horrible. a whole lot of archived yeah. audio yes. footage. So it'll be it'll be good to see what see how it all goes down today. Lindsay Patterson, thank you as always thank and you, enjoy Lindsay. the day. Thanks good for coming. Good to see you guys. Good Go to red. see you. Yes. Go red. All right. How close do you sit to your boss? And how does that affect your relationship? Also, what do you get with a platinum membership on Tinder? It's Friday, the 24th of July of 2020. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. And by the way, we should mention it's not just Red's opening day. It is also National Tequila Day, and some states will be celebrating a little harder than others. Uh, I guess the average person drinks 2.3 bottles of tequila a year in just the state of Nevada alone. That might be a little bloated, of course, because of the tourists, you know, that fly there and drink. Sure. 
Uh, uh, let's see. Ohio, Kentucky, Indiana, somewhere there in the middle. Pennsylvania drinking less tequila than any other state. Just a, just a quarter bottle a year. And the rest of the bottom five, uh, let's see, West Virginia, Utah, and Iowa. I had a few incidents with Cotillia, like in a very short period of time, that kind of got me off of it. I think tequila shots is where I get into is that trouble. that where you get messed up? I you having good quality tequila or yeah, you drinking I don't the cheap think stuff? It, I don't think it mattered, really. I oh. think that, you know, some people are just not built to withstand tequila and i think i might be one of those people mm. i mean i was a damn good time there's right. no doubt about that but it was you uh, know, I it was a danger zone you could tell that i could regret something someday if i kept it up yeah i used to have to drink shots of jose cuervo and <sighs> chase it with the cheapest most gross disgusting beer just to keep my job my boss would sell drink it or you're fired so i drank it did you like? Do you like the taste of it? No, I hated I it. Then. Well, I, I hated it then. I didn't like Jose Cuervo. Oh. I didn't like the smell of it. Would make me nauseous, and I can't tell you how many times I hurled. It was yeah. so bad. But then, God bless Holly Morgan, exposed me to Patron Silver, Silver Patron. And that changed your world. Forever. Changed my world. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's for people who think they don't like tequila. Right. I'll take a buttery nipple. Any day over that. And a buttery nipple is what? Is it uh, butterscotch, butterscotch, butterscotch schnapps, little Baileys? Mm-hmm, butterscotch and schnapps. And, is it Kahlua and Baileys? Hmm. Or is it butterscotch? Yeah, I think it's Kahlua and Baileys. It's been a long time. Oh. Or is that the other one? Oh, it's butter- I the buttery. Buttery nipple had the butterscotch schnapps in it, didn't it? the BJ is the, yeah. Um, what are you thinking? I was thinking the other shot that oh. I used to drink a lot. Yeah, no, it is. It's butterscotch schnapps and Kahlua, I believe. Um, I'll have a sea breeze. <laughs> Can I have a purple hooter? Can I have a Malibu and pineapple? <laughs> With a splash of Chambord. <laughs> uh, let's talk s'mores. 2,000 Americans asked how to make the perfect s'more. And the majority of us, the vast, overwhelming majority of us, 75% say graham crackers are essential to the perfect s'more. What the heck is everyone else using if they're not using graham crackers? Well, there are those cookies. What are they? I don't know if they're Nestle Toll House or what, but they're the the stripes. Oh, fudge stripes. Yeah. Yeah, my mother loves those. Yeah, the chocolate on the bottom and the stripes on the top. If you take those and melt a marshmallow between them, that is supposedly a heck of a s'more. Yep. I'm back. Uh, that was the wrong song, by the way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he fixed it. He came the, back. You mean the first one I played? The, the cardigan. Song. Did you play the real so I, Taylor so Swift? I, flight? So right, I was so the, next door loading in the new Maroon 5 and the new cart and the new Taylor Swift. Okay, so the first Taylor Swift song I played, I learned later, was uh, called Peace, which was the okay. next to last track off the album. Then I played Cardigan. <laughs> and then <laughs> I was Can just you screwing. Tell we don't normally do this. <laughs> no, and then I was just screwing around and I'm like, oh, let's listen to a little bit of this track. And I kind of liked it, so I let it play all the way through. It's uh, the last great American dynasty. Okay, that was pretty. Well, they're checking all of. uh, I got some other people involved, and they're just going to check and make sure that all the files are correct. And we're going to have a brand new Maroon Five song, which is really awesome. It's called Nobody's Love. We'll have that coming up soon. All right, cool. Is it upbeat? Ah. I mean, it's mid. It's not like raging, like moves like Jagger. But you're not going to hate it. Okay, good. Uh, whether you like your boss or can't stand your boss is directly correlated to how close they sit to you. Apparently, according to this study, 
It found the farther away you are, the more likely you are to dislike your boss. Really? Yeah. So I guess the closer they sit to you, the more you like them. Is that because you get to see them in all kinds of different environments, you know, other than just how you're interacting with them? You kind of get a bigger picture of who they are because you're just spending more time together? That's possible. Top 10 reasons on the board why people don't like their boss. Number one, number one answer, they micromanage. Yeah. Uh, Common complaint. Yeah. But then on the flip side, the number two was they're never available. They never respond. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wouldn't be able to handle that Not very accessible. Well. Yeah. Uh, number three, they're incompetent. Mm. You hear uh, that complaint a lot. Number four, they're rude. Number five, they're condescending. Number six, they have no empathy. Number seven, they're a bad listener. Number seven, <laughs> they're a bad listener. <laughs> number eight, they gossip. Number nine, they're self-serving. And number 10, they have a bad temper. And you know um, what? Being too nice was also a fairly common answer. Because you just can't trust a boss that's too nice. You figure there's got to be something else going on when you're not watching. I don't trust that there. guy. I, I just, I am so, I would never, ever want to be anyone's boss. I do not want to have good friends that are in charge and I just watch their lives and yep. I listen to them yep. talk about. They're jo- and I'm just like, I could never do what you do. I every once in a while, though. I would never want to. Every once in a while, I will, I'll see you kind of put your foot down on something about like another employee or someone who's maybe not doing their job or something that needs to be done. And it's so rare that I see you so like assertive and emphatic on an issue that I'm like, Huh. That's kind of hot. Like, I could have kind of potentially seen you in that role with the way you just delivered that command. The only problem is she's making me do it. She's like, <laughs> you got to go You're tell gonna, them. This is it. You need to make that happen. I'm like, why me? You just came up with a brilliant reason. You do it. I, you know, I, I think that I probably possess some of the skills that would would make a good manager. Some skills. But it would take everything in me. I would be so exhausted and miserable and just, I I wouldn't have anything left for life outside because yeah. all of my patience and calm demeanor and, because you have to communicate with every one of your employees <laughs> in a different way. And yeah. that is, it, you know, that can be very exhausting. No, it is. But I just, I, I think it might've been as early as yesterday when you said something like, well, that can't, that cannot stand. You need to tell them this. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not acceptable. That's we and I thought you. I was all set. I thought she was going to march on out of here and take care of it. And then she's like, <laughs> you take care of it. <laughs> oh, she, she is a boss though. She just bossed. Yeah, you she bosses me that. around. Yeah, she's my boss. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to do it either. Yeah. I don't like being, sometimes you have to be really not nice and you have to tackle personal issues, you know, like if their personal life is interfering with their job or Maybe if they have an odor problem like that, I don't think I would be able to handle that part of being a boss. Yeah, You've had no problem telling me the past two days that I smell like Skyline Chili. <laughs> That's different. You're my friend. <laughs> You're my friend. I'm not your boss. That's uh, could you imagine sisterly honesty. Me going to Patty and being like, can you have a discussion with Jen? She smells like 
you know, <laughs> chilly every day when she comes into work and it's distracting. And I need you to talk to her about her odor. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that would be like, I would not uh, want to, yeah. no, I can't do that. Um, <laughs> you need to talk to somebody else. I didn't, it didn't bother me that either that you smell like chilly. Yeah. No. <laughs> <I did. laughs> Funny. In the kitchen, we walked in the kitchen together. I was like, <sighs> Somebody made Skyline in here. And she's like, or is it just me? I'm like, you're right. It might be just you again. Yesterday I walked by her and I was like, do you have cinnamon on or something? <laughs> swear to God. Do you have? I smell Skyline. I'm, I'm, I'm hungry just by standing next to you. <laughs> I guess that's good. I guess that's better than, oh, we need to, we need the distance here. girl. Yeah. yeah. We need to talk to Jen about her oils. Can you, somebody handle that? Yep. No, I don't wear my oils anymore. Very rarely do I put my oils and that's, on. And we appreciate that because it well, was... Well, I'm suffering because of it, it was so a I hope you're happy. When you would. <laughs> well, I have a solution for that now. <sighs> what is it? Do we have a different have, kind of white? I have this handy dandy Fritch air freshener here. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that whenever uh, the essential oil gets a little out of control, I just uh, hang, that hang it here on the microphone so it's right in front of my face. So you and get it just to smell <laughs> chemical on paper. Exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, this is my plexiglass. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And it's a lovely picture of Fritch, Fritch on the air freshener. Flipping yeah. the bird. The air freshener. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a gift I gave you guys. It was for Christmas, yeah. I think, and it's still, it's still. It's a gift that keeps on giving. That linen fresh smell, that fridge clean smell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, seven forty nine. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q one hundred two. We got a brand new second date update coming up next. First, check on the roads. Here's the latest from Toria Cannon. Thanks for listening to the Q one hundred two Jeff and Jen Morning Show podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at cbgairport.com. Some people celebrate the holidays, but you, you dominate the holidays. You deck the halls, the mantle, and anything else that will stand still. You deserve a bold cold brew that's as festive as you. Topped with creamy cookie butter cold foam, covered in cookie butter crumbles, and perfectly pairable with our new cookie butter donut, Dunkin's Cookie Butter Cold Brew is a delicious match for your decked-out domination. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.